Imagine a football platform where the world's best writers give you the real story about what's going on at United. Imagine no pop-up ads, no clickbait headlines and no ridiculous rumours to be let down by anymore. You don't have to imagine anymore. Meet The Athletic. No ads, no nonsense, just football. Visit theathletic.co.uk forward slash United We Stand to start your 30-day free trial and get 50% off your annual subscription. The Athletic, the new home of football writing. Right, we're back out outside the ground now after a fucking disappointed 2-0 loss to West Ham. Fucking absolutely shocking. Got Joff with me, what do you make of that? Well, we're just short on numbers, aren't we? Simple as that. You know, we've sold a few, but we've not replaced them, so we're short on numbers. And now we've got Rashford as well, sign-lined, it looks like, for the inevitable. Yeah, another one. So, you know, that makes it even worse. We've, I, know, I know we're getting players out, but we're not getting players in, so we've got a bit of a situation going on where we've got to replace it, so what do we do? You just mentioned a plan B. I don't think even having a plan A today. We're no. poor, aren't we? No, no. Get anything yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I, th- I think plan B is not there, is it? You know, no. um, uh, you know, you can sort of support that, but saying that he's not got the players to, to put a plan B in, in, in effect. But... You know, you've got to have a plan B in any situation, haven't you? You've got to be able to deal with that. You can't even take one positive from that today, can you? No, not at all. Very poor, very poor. Poor, poor performance. Yeah, well, I'll try and find a few more lads now. I've got Dave with me. Go on, Dave, what do you reckon to that? I'm just saying, I've spent 300, I've earned 350 quid this week. I've spent 120 quid to come down here. And I'll be at Rochdale. <laughs> Love you, Si. <laughs> right, go on, I've got one more here with me. Big Vin. False on that. Would no, it? Where do you start? Seriously, you can't start anywhere. Absolutely shocking, that mate. Yeah. Absolutely shocking. Now Rashford's out as well. It looks like for the foreseeable. I don't know. I, I really don't know where we come back from this. I really don't. This where the rot setting under Mourinho. I don't see a. I don't see Solskjaer changing anything. Don't in the games. There's nothing changing at all. We didn't create a single thing, did we? Absolutely not. There's, there's, there's just absolutely nothing, mate. Absolutely. What do you think we could do Go, going forward, starting with Rochdale in a week and Arsenal at home next Monday night? You know, <laughs> you know, I really don't know, mate. I'm absolutely dumbfounded, to be fair. That that was one shambolic re- performance, mate. Truthfully, I think he's got serious questions to answer now after that, don't you? Absolutely, big questions, big questions to ask because that is not acceptable for Manchester United Football Club. Any thoughts on that for United We Stand podcast? Fuck off. That <laughs> can't be ours. Oh, it's back on a bus after that shower of shit, so get a quick word on the Mullins first, see what they think. Well, you know, where, do we, where do we go? Well, in all that optimism with a Rashford hat trick, where did that go? Yeah, I didn't go so well, but he did get injured, to be fair, so otherwise I think we would have won 3 2. But... <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit like it. It's. Um... I don't, there's no excuse for that performance. I mean, we could have played till Wednesday and we wouldn't have created a chance. It's just no, no plan B, but there's no plan A, is there? So there wasn't today. No, I mean, no, it wasn't like we were trying to play him on the break or anything. We couldn't pass the ball five yards. Um, I don't know where Matic is. Uh, egos come from about like he should be the main man and all that, and like mate, he's lucky to even be at this club, but captain him and all that. There's, there's. Where's so that, where's that first team Man United gone from the opening game? I know, I know. There's nothing there, so... Try the get, midfield obviously needs that. Trying to get some words out of people, it's just shock coming out of the ground, like, what do you say? There's, not, there's no defence of it, there's not... Um, he's, I, I stand by everything I said before about Ollie being the right man and all that, but there must be, like, seven or eight new signings needed or something like that. And he's, the ones he's signed so far have been great, so... 
It's painful to watch. Painful when they don't, they don't create much either. Nothing. Not a single chance. I think Aaron Maguire probably should have smashed that home. Do what? Aaron Maguire should have smashed that chance home in the second half, I think. Oh, which one was that? I can't remember. Oh, shit. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. But then... Now you, you've got the situation there where you thin a squad and what have you got up top? You're bringing Jesse Lingard on up front and you're trying to hit, you're trying to hit up balls over the top to three of the smallest players in the squad. Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 We said as soon as Lingard come on up front, it's like, well, we ain't scoring here because Jesse Lingard doesn't score. He's not scored since, was it a year ago or something like that? Or it's just painful and to wait, watch. And the wait for an away win goes on from Paris. Yeah. When was the last league one then? Oh, I've got a clue. We'll be here all night with that one. Yeah. You think, Matty? Atrocious. Oh, <coughs> worst, worst performance under Ali. Is that worse than anything we've seen under the previous management as well? Um, no, I think Mourinho still can hold, hold that title. But it's just it ultimately, at the end of the day, you know, you look at, at the options United have in that front three or four, however they play. Apart from Dan, Dan James, it's the worst in the league. Every other team in the league have got better options than us in the, the top three, and it's it's going to be like this for a long, long time. When it's going to be a painful season, we um, we know we're not going to challenge for top four. I don't see us getting top six. It's just um, we we just go. Wish we could do it, Derry, and just come back, start the next season in the championship, start again. Where do you but, think? Where do you think we go from here then? I, I think you've, you've just got to. You've got to hope that the three players that he brought in that he can go and do that because I think when Ali took over, the squad probably needed to sell about 15 players and, and bring about 10 or 15 in. He's only brought three in. There's still so many to go. I mean, Pereira... I, 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 Pereira is one of the biggest mysteries because he's been given a chance under three different managers... He's played in all these different positions and the one common denominator is that he's been shit in every single game and every single position. All his loan spells have been a flop. He, he's not a Premier League footballer. He's certainly not a United footballer. And, and today he, he looks like... Some players look bad, but he didn't even look like a professional footballer. He looked like he'd, he, he was playing in a charity game and he paid to play in it and it's... We just got we just got too many players like that. You know, say Jesse Lingard up front, even when he's on the wing, he doesn't score. So it's we, we we just you look at the team, you look at what's to come in. Nothing's really going to improve. So I think we just got to ride the season out. We've got Rochdale Wednesday. We could get beat, possibly. We could get beat ten or eleven times a year, couldn't we? Oh, easily, yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I, yeah, easily. I, I see us finishing. Anywhere between 8th and 15th, it's, you know, depending how bad the rest of the league are. Because that's the thing, again, you, however bad we are, they're fucking awful side West Ham. And yet they'll probably finish mid-table. You know, it's, it's, it's for a so-called, you know, this, this thing the Premier League likes to boast about being the, the, the best league in the world. For the standard of football on display there, it was embarrassing. The thing is, it's not... Um... Can't create a chance. We're not missing six or seven chances a game. Like that old thing about you know, as long as you're getting in the positions, we genuinely could have played another hour there, and we weren't creating. Never scored, was it? No, no, it wasn't like you could say. Oh well. Seen people walking out. I mean, you don't often see it on like 69, 70 minutes because yeah, so you're new. 
time. Uh, it was uh, resignation. I mean, it's a fucking terrible place to watch football anyway. Hateful ground. There's just no atmosphere. You can get no atmosphere going whatsoever. There's, no, be- there's no belief in the team. So, How do you think he could go from here then, considering we've got, you'd say, an easy cup tie on Wednesday night where he's going to play a few kids, but Arsenal at home next Monday night is... Well, you, you, Arsenal are obviously massive favourites. They'll probably come and win comfortably, but... The, you know, it's, it's a transfer window shut. There's nothing he can do until January. The, it, I've said it, I, I it was a mess. The, the, the summer was a mess yet again. The three he brought in have been excellent, but three was never ever going to be enough. So we, we shouldn't be surprised. We finished what was it six last season? We barely won a game. We, we've not really improved the team. So why would it? Why would I, be I, I, the problems are way above. Um, Solskjaer. Solskjaer. Yeah, he's, 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 I maintain he's, he's the right man for the job, but you've got the, the village idiot that is Edward with who fucking sits in an office in London for some reason thinking that, like, attracting partnerships with uh, beer and tractors and all that shite that he does is what runs the club, and it isn't. It's on the pitch and everything else should follow. The Glazers sit in Florida, they don't care. Woodward sits in London, turns up, like, different meetings... And the people at the club are left to carry the can, and until all of that changes, change of ownership ultimately, and change of chief exec definitely, um, the problems are way above the. You know, as I say, Ali as manager and the backroom staff that are there, Carrick, Nicky Butt, and Mickey Phelan, and all that. There's a lot of good people around the club, but until it changes at the very top, nothing will change on the. We're going to really struggle, aren't we, till, till January spins around Big now? Style. Yeah, but then I don't see what will change because they won't. They won't spend. Well, I think he's. Got, I've. I've said. I've got a feeling he's going. He's going to go back to try and get Zlatan in January. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, it's, I don't know. It's, it'll look to do. But will it be? Will it be allowed? Will it be allowed? I mean, maybe Zlatan because he'd be, he'd be free or loan, whatever he is in America. But what about, what about Mason Green? Would have a chance later. So it's not. It's not a way to stop you playing football, is it? That's well, the rumour, anyway. Is that what it was? I guess he must have been injured because we spoke about it before, didn't we? I don't think we expected him to start, but we're surprised he was off the bench. He, he went on the bench. But it's it's going to get a few games well, now, it, it, Just now, apart from Maguire, has every player in the team had an injury already this season? It's just ridiculous the amount of injuries. It's been going on for a year, but maybe not. There's not, I honestly believe, and whether Ali will be a success, we don't. We obviously all want him to be, but I honestly don't. Believe that there's a manager in world football that could do a significantly better job with this group of players than the one Ollie's doing at the minute. No, we're going to really he, struggle. I think. He's got to be given time. He's, you know, the poisonous reign of Mourinho, the mess that he left the club in, the mess that the owners and the board and Ed Woodward have got the club in, in, in for the past five. I say the past five, six years, probably ten years. It's, but Fergie and his the squad and Fergie's demise, uh, Fergie's genius halted the demise until you know all the cracks that were papered over as late on under Fergie because of the job he did has been exposed since. So it's we, we've just we've just got to give him time. We've got to take a lot a lot of short term pain over the next two three years. It could, it could end in relegation. You know this next year maybe it could end in relegation. But since since that night in Paris, it's relegation form, isn't it? Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you talk. It does sound ludicrous saying, "Oh, yeah, they'll go down." But what we lost eight just because out, we're Manchester United don't mean we can't. Exactly. Yeah, we lost we lost eight out of the eleven from last season. 
we it's at the end of last season we've only won two this season in the league so yeah it is relegation form so you know, I, I don't expect us to go down. I think we we might go near it and flirt with it, but we're just going to have to. You know, we, we've invested some with Ollie now, and yeah, he's back to completing the summer. He's, 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 yeah, it, it's going to be such a long-term project, and it, at the minute it seems so far off getting a team that could challenge the top six, top four. But you know, we, we've just got we've just we've just got to take the short-term pain and, and hope. Hope that he gets more players like he's got in. Hope that he's able to shift players like Lukaku, like Sanchez that he did in the summer. And, and yeah, let's see, see how it goes. I'm genuinely shocked people coming out of the ground. I don't. I never expected a performance as bad as that today. What do you make, Jay? I thought first half, I thought we played pretty well, to be honest with you. I just thought we had nothing in the final third of the pitch. And then second half, I just... Don't get his substitutions. To be fair, I don't get Matic and Matt before our better players. And how Pereira stays on that pitch, he's seen living off us him. So yeah, but we're not good enough, are we? Reality's set in, and you know we we've got nothing going forward. We're all right at the back. We're all right in the in the half, half in midfield. But going forward, we've got nothing. That pressing United from the yeah. like I've said from the first couple of games. Where's where's it gone? People were slating Rashford near me. He run his fucking bollocks off today. He run for everything. Yeah. And he's got not getting the service. Conf- he's not confidence wise. He's, he's not a centre forward. He's not. He's not a player that's going to stick the ball in from six yards. But ultimately, though, we've got too many players who are like, right. You take Matic. He literally scores. One and assist, and it's a and it's a worldie when he does score. Yeah, Crystal Palace being yeah. the being the, but like in general, he never scores. Pereira never scores. Uh, McTominay, as much as I like him, and he's great and everything, but he never scores, never assists. So you've got about two or three players. City and Liverpool have players who score from everywhere, and we've got a handful of players who. who in the last two games, watching, it, I feel like I've seen Leicester and West Ham United with better attacking players than Manchester United. Well, Madison at Leicester, I, I do rate him, to be fair. And, and I think Vardy would score loads of goals at United because I think a lot of the build-up play can be all right, although I don't think it was there today. I just, I don't even know what happened today. The game just completely passed us by. And... You say Leicester, I think Leicester and, and West Ham, I think every club in the league have got better attacking options than we have. I mean, what, when was Matter we talk about Lingard, when was Matter's last goal? Pereira scored what once in his career? It's, I can't remember him getting another goal other than that. It's, it's, it's not like, just one or two players. It's six or seven attacking players who never, ever, ever score. Where do you think? Where do you think? Sorry, I cut Neil off. Where do you think we could go? Now we've got, like I said, you see, you'd say a winnable tie on Wednesday night that he's going to play the kids out. Where do we go against Arsenal? Good question because obviously if Rashford's out, Martial's not back. Greenwood apparently out with tonsillitis were today, but then that's not the right game to put Greenwood in for me. I know everybody will go, well, that was Rashford's first Premier League game, but I think Rashford had a little bit more of about in physicality. So I don't know. Put Greenwood in. If Greenwood first, now yeah. that we've got nothing essential of the season's over, we've got, no, we've got nothing to play for. So he's got to now. He's got to think it's that bad already. Well, we're going to win the league, obviously not. We're going to challenge, obviously not. Top four, we're way, way off. 
top six do we want top six because I'm quite happy for a year out of Europe to be honest well, well, I'd rather finish eight seven yeah. squad. So, so yeah I don't, I don't see in the league what we've got to go for so we might as well we need to stay up though we might as well yeah I think we will <laughs> a, year, a, year, a year out of Europe might be just what this team needs yeah because you can streamline your squad again yeah so so finish 10th really expose the young players now to more sort of Premier League games like that you know bring two and Xavier bring Gomez bring Rash uh, Greenwood, let them start, let them experience got, a few beats. I have got a big issue with what Solskjaer's trying to do. I mean, there's no yeah. point bringing big players in if you don't know what you need. You know what I mean? He's looking at our squad, and by January, he should know what he needs urgently. Yeah, I think and then, and then, then in the summer, he can build again. But what I can't understand me is, Lukaku obviously not good enough for us. Yeah. Goals. And then we let Sanchez go. And so we, we got rid of him as well. But, but that's left us with nothing going forward. But then it was about, it was important, <coughs> I think, to get rid of them. But um, what was saving 100 grand? I think, the, I think, I think you say you're getting rid of a poisonous person in the dressing room. And he contributed for Carl for Yeah, exactly. When was his last goal? Yeah. I think the, the one criticism I would have of Ali, I do think his subs generally throughout have been poor, but we seem to have really lost the style of play. Like, um, like you say, the high pressing game that we started with at Chelsea, totally the, we, that's just gone in the last few games. We. We're not a team that wants to just bomb down the wing and get crosses in. We're not a team that want to keep possession and knock it about and look for gaps. I'm not quite sure how we try to score a goal. We've got a few decent crosses in today. Well, I thought wan was the one decent no, one. Nobody on the end of him. That annoys me when know, that happens. Yeah. That Lorente went for nothing to Napoli. Yeah, maybe not the best player in the world, but it's a plan B. We don't have a plan B. Do you know what, though? I'd love to know where Matic gets his ego from. You know, every time he goes on international duty and he's like, oh, I should be playing more and all that. And I, mate, you come on and actually, you do very fucking little in the game whatsoever. Do you think so? I think everything just... He, he passes the odd ball five yards and occasionally it goes astray. I don't see... I, I was thinking when they were 1-0 up, I was envisaging there was going to be a lot of people saying like a hangover for Thursday night against Astana, but not a lot of them players played. Only, what was the Matic, I think it was Rashford, maybe was that it? three of them that played. Um, that's, that's all I can think of them yeah. too. Yeah. So, which I didn't think playing Rashford was an odd thing, but, but this is not a Europa League thing, is it? We, we've been playing like this for, for years. The worst really, thing but, is West Ham aren't even that good. Like, I I've seen better West Ham teams than that. Well, I'd say the last probably two away games have, have, have been against average teams. Yeah, you yeah. know what made it well, worse today? That fucking ground. That is the worst ground I've ever watched football in my life. It is absolutely shocking. I was in Lower today and I thought it might be a little bit better, but it's fucking, it's it's just hateful, everything about it. You know, if you're a West Ham fan coming from Upton Park and you're a season ticket holder and you've been there, you must go to that ground and think, what have we done? Do you know what, Jay? I said to these two on the way up, it's the only ground where, like, I'd always be all these plastic grounds and there's plenty of them cut out and... I'd still go to all the home games. Only West Ham would I say, do you know what, mate? I won't blame you for giving up your season to get that because it's fucking horrible. It is the worst ground I've But they were beating United 2 0, and we all remember how it was on that last day, you know, where they smashed up the coach and all that. Bouncing up some part was brilliant and all that. You got there today, even when they were beating us 2 0, nothing. Absolutely nothing. Although that was another thing, their to be second fair, goal. They try. They try it's just a shit stadium, yeah, it's just, you know, it's. it's 
built for the Olympics, which is shit and overrated anyway. Hate the Olympics, but that's a separate thing. Big style. So the general consensus is massive disappointment today. Uh, I think we're back doing another podcast against Newcastle, is it? Um, you, we've got someone before then. Newcastle's the next one. I think Almar, oh, I think Andy might be doing the podcast from Almar. Yeah, so. Yeah. so that's it for today. Disappointing 2 0 loss. Even away at West Ham. Uh, even the music's broken on the bus now, a bit like everyone's spirit. So we'll leave you with that and we'll see you at Newcastle. Except this is the bit before the game where the mood was a bit different. Just thought it'd be better to start with the podcast with the reaction straight after the match. The lads on different people on the bus down to London today from Manchester. Uh, they had a chat pre-match about what's been going on at Manchester United. Here it is. Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast. We're currently on our way down to West Ham, a ground where we've not fared too well over the recent years. So hopefully it's a bit better today. Uh, I've got next to me Neil and Matty Mullen. All right, Neil. How are you, Woody? Not bad, mate, you? Not too bad, mate. Good. First time this season I've been on this, you know. The bus? Yeah. No, no, not the bus. I've been on the bus, but on the podcast. Oh, the podcast? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Honoured to put you on my first one. <laughs> uh, and they've got Matty Mullen. All right, Matty. All right, pal, you're right. Not bad. Right, then. We'll start off with... Obviously, the Leicester game in the league last week. Um, three points, clean sheet. What did you make of it? Um, as a game, as a game, it was a good result. I thought um, Leicester an impressive team this year. Uh, Brendan Rodgers, a bit of a dickhead, but he's, he's a good manager in that. And um, but the whole, if I'm being honest, the whole experience at Old Trafford, as you know yourself, is. He's a lot better with this thing that the Red Army and, uh, and Rick obviously with us have started out and it's basically just stood um, with 50 mates at the match now and like even average games like a Steiner on Thursday feel great old Trafford so you probably come out thinking it was a better better game than it was and that but yeah it's a good result and um, there's certain problems there but I think it's going along nicely. And your thoughts on Leicester? Yes, that was a really good win. You've seen yesterday, Leicester are a good side. They'll be they'll be close to that sort of top four, top six this season. And what I thought was good last week was that one thing I've... One of the many things I've slagged the team off for the past few years is the amount of brainless decisions they make. But they, they played it really well last week. thought the kind of game management, if you like, was really good. And the... Um, Think about what De Gea made that one, one or two saves, nothing major, and late on we're in control. So no, it was, it was a real good, real good win. Goals are still a problem, obviously, but, yeah. but no, it was a good win. I was going to touch on that in a moment. Uh, just been joined by Easter Island, uh, who's, who's on who's on form today with his best jokes. Morning, Dave. Oh yeah, uh, I'm a okay. Yeah. So your thoughts on Leicester at home last week, starting off. I thought we did quite well, to be honest. I thought I thought it was a really good team performance in terms of we might we might not we might not have played as as well as, as we could have done, but I thought we neutralised their their danger meant quite well. That uh, that Tielemans that we were screaming out to pay fifty million for, he was but he he wasn't didn't really get a kick. Neither, neither did Madison uh, Maguire and Lindelof, aside from one chance, kept Vardy fairly quiet. So I thought it was, I thought it was a decent performance, and as Matty said yesterday, showed that they are still a good team. So plenty to be positive about. Getting to uh, tell his average yeah. No, he won't get that one. I'll never be asked to do this <laughs> again if that comes yeah, up. Uh, apologies if you need, if you didn't understand any of that. But <laughs> uh, so Thursday night was the first European game against Australia at Old Trafford. Obviously. It was it was a tough watch, but made better by the fact we're all together in it in our stand when you mates like 
like Ned said, so thoughts on Thursday night? Yeah, the, the same as Leicester, like you say, it was. Um, I was glad. It, it, I'm delighted he's picking young players. Um, that's what everybody's cried out for, and and you know I, I hear off people. I don't really hear it at the game, but I hear off people like you know certain people think Ali isn't up to the job and all that. I think for a man who's been there less than a year, so far everything he's done is pretty much spot on. He's he's got rid of the people I would have got rid of. All that Deadwood, I know we've spoke about that. The Deadwood he's got rid of. I think the three players he's brought in have all been a success. You know he hasn't gone for that thing that we've been doing for years under Woodward of like, oh well, Bassi and Schweinsteiger played for Bayern Munich, so he must be good. Buying players in the early thirties and that's right. And whereas Bayern are obviously, but yeah, Falcao's another one, and Di Maria that shit house as well, and. Um, you know, they're buying him from clubs. I mean, his three signings were from Leicester, Swansea and uh, Crystal Palace. And it's another point that you've got to look at. What Liverpool have done is three of their best players, I think, come from relegated teams in the Premier right. League. So. That's exactly right. And, and you know, and he's got a plan. Um, it's a massive, massive job. I mean, people are easily forgetting that this time a year ago, you know, we had six or seven players wandering around the pitch. He's got rid of Sanchez, he's got rid of Lukaku, two of the biggest problems in that dressing room. And I know you can't always keep going back to Ferguson, but when he first came into United, I think it was his, his first job was to change the culture. And, and then the problem, the problem was the drinking culture, which was... Um, everyone knows the names but he got rid of McGrath and Whiteside and that was his plan and it took years to turn around but it was a culture he had to change and in the same way Ollie it's a different thing but he has to change the culture of basically lazy bastards who think they're bigger than the club and the vast majority of people he's got rid of were a big part of that problem one one of them's still there, thankfully injured at the moment, but I'd get rid of Pogba next year, I'd let Matic run out. But as I say, you know, the three players that were shortlisted for player of the month for his three signings, that'll give him the power to make another three signings next year and he'll continue to turn it round. I think it's going absolutely great at the moment. So any, any of the young players impress you on Thursday night? Um, Chong didn't play as well as I'd hoped. Um, but Greenwood, Greenwood's going to be a star, yeah. Greenwood will score 30 goals a season for as long as... I thought uh, Gomez did all right as well. Um, and, yeah, like you say, all being stood together, the atmosphere was brilliant despite, you know, many empty seats and that and, and not the, the greatest game in the world. But, yeah, going along nicely. It falls on Thursday night, Matt. Any of the young players impress you? Yeah, yeah, a few of them. It's like you say, it, it, it was a bit of a difficult watch, but I think we need to. Like when, when the team come out, I was I was delighted with it, and it was a brave team to pick, and it's a it's a team that you deserve to have time with, you know, play, young players coming through. Um, and we're going to have and it is difficult living through it but we're going to have plenty of games like that I think and you know like coming out of sort of Southampton and probably Palace in particular I'm sort of fuming with the performance but you can see a work in progress there and in terms of the young players like a lot's been a lot's been said about Greenwood and rightly so he, he does look a special player but I thought Tyrion's able was and, and looked brilliant. I, I yeah, think he's, it, he's, put, he's, he's just totally at ease. He's composed. He's good on the ball. He's strong. He, he looks to have everything. That, uh, and he's got a good song. Yeah. He, look, he, he looks. He looks to me a better centre after Phil Jones. He, yeah, I, 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 I think he's better than Lindelof. And 
I think he'll end, yeah. You know, we've got an opportunity with the Europa League and Rochdale next week to I give think, him some. Do you think he'll start to maybe bring Tunzay a bit more I into the squad? I, I think we'll finish the season with Tunzay and Maguire as the first choice of the partnership. And I think he could captain United in the future. I think he's, he's got all the attributes and he, he's the one, alongside Greenwood, obviously, that I think come the end of the season we'll, we'll be seeing we'll be seeing every week but there's plenty of it I thought Chong and Chong in particular and Gomez struggled a little bit Gomez did alright but but that'll do him good Chong looked a bit overawed you look at him younger level and in pre-season he, he didn't quite have that bravery to take him on and took too long on his touch but it'll do him good and that's the thing and I think you, what, you, you can give time to managers. I think fans, and in particular United fans, will be patient if they can see something going in the right direction. And I think, although it's slow, we'll be still a long way uh, off. Even, even though it was a tough watch Thursday night, it was good to, good to see the kids get a chance. And it's a, you, can see, you can see something in the future as well, which, like you say, United fans, we've got patience. We'll... When we can see the kids coming through like that. Those games were often a tough watch, though, weren't they? Even if you play your first team, like, you know, we've all been there at Europa League games in the past in the group stage. Even Champions League, you know, a Schalke at home on a Wednesday in a routine 2-0 win. It's, um, it's it, the, the biggest disappointment would have been if we played a complete first team. And I think, um, yeah, he's, he, all the kids he's playing and that, like you say, it's with a future plan and it, he's three years minimum he deserves as they say he's got his first three signings spot on I mean you look at Liverpool Klopp was allowed to make mistakes he, he bought bad players but they stuck with him Liverpool fans were slagging him off in the early days and that and um, stuck with it and they'll get the reward so yeah it's um, I think yeah three years minimum give it, give it. so Jay you you right, mate. You were in the L stand on Thursday night. What what's your take on the way that thing is uh, the atmosphere? The atmosphere section is going. It, it's been good in the Stafford end, but it was far better in the L stand. I think the roof makes a massive, massive yeah. difference. It was, you know, it it weren't the greatest game in the world, and I think everybody knew that before we were going. Uh, made but made better that you were standing next to a load of your mates. Exactly. All your mates there having a good chat, having a good sing song. Thursday night game made it made it good. On Thursday again then, any of the, the kids that were putting the team in press you? Any particular? Yeah, to Zabi again. He's you know, he looks steady, solid. I know we weren't up against much, but you know, you can only play what play what's there, can't you? I thought Greenwood did alright. I thought Gomez had a fairly decent first half. Chong, a little bit greedy, a little bit greedy, but that'll come in time. You've got to give them chances, haven't you? Yeah, right. Again, apologies for this, but I'm going to bring Dave back into the conversation here <laughs> with his opinion on Thursday night. Uh, I, thought, I thought we did all right, so I'm just basically going to second what everyone else said, and I, uh, I agree with Matty's point where I do believe Twanzebe uh, will be our first. Uh, not first choice, but second choice centre back um, at the end of the season because I felt I felt like Lindelof was a bit shaky, especially on the ball. He's had a few where he got caught caught under it. There was, there was, there was, there was, I, I didn't I didn't think, uh, per, personally personally I didn't I, I think Lindelof's not quite there and he was on the same level as Smalling if if, if anything. But also bringing back to Twan, Twan Zabi's point, I think this, the loan spell at Villa did him really good because whilst there may have been a lower level. It was uh, Villa were always fourth, fifth in their league, so it was, it was a sort of similar, not standard of opposition, but similar position in the league, and I think that's going to do him a lot of good. So I hope, I hope Ollie starts bringing him slowly because I think there, there might there might be a future United captain there. 
Any idea what he said there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, so I, I like just though. just I, another. I think I'm on my own, but I quite like Lindelof. I, I think he's a good player too, yeah, and I'm glad he's signed up. But just I another, just I another. Think you need somebody strong at the side of Lindelof. That's my only issue Maguire, with him. But, yeah, but if Maguire got injured or suspended. He needs somebody strong at the side of him because he, he looks like he needs talking they're through the, games. They're the three, though, aren't they? Like, yeah. He's going to be two and three. He, he's a good enough player. He just like, like he needs leader, somebody to make decisions for him. That's the, the only problem I've got with him. He's Lindelof. not a leader, is it? So just, honest, so though, our biggest problem is up front, isn't it? Like, well, since Chelsea, exactly, we've scored yeah. one goal in every well, game. That, that's what I was, trying, I was going to go on to next. Any concerns with Rashford at the moment in the hey. front line? His lack of goals from open play. Massive Rashford fan, but I, I, it's hard to argue with people who say like he misses too many chances. Like I honestly think um, he'll be a great, great player for United. But and he is, I keep saying it, and he, he is only 21, 22, or whatever. But he, he has at some point got to start adding goals to his game. But I think he, I was saying, I was saying to Matty last night in the Grove, surprisingly. Um, <laughs> That we um, we need an almost Van Persie signing, um, and then uh, up front, Pacey Wingers and Greenwood been the replacement for Van Persie up front because Rashford himself has said that he isn't an out and out striker. So if he doesn't believe it himself, then his pace is, is perfect for us. But yeah, we we need more goals. So if you look at it, I mean City obviously yesterday scored eight was it in the end or nine or whatever. They they have goals that are just effortless. Sterling seems to score effortlessly. If you look at us, Pogba scores maybe six or seven a season uh, without penalties. Certainly that's at a level. McTominay never scores. Matic never scores. Rashford might score 12 or 30. You need a 25, 30 goal a season, man, and we don't have one at the moment. Would today you think being it? be a chance to maybe push Rashford to the left-hand side and bring in Mason Greenwood up yeah. front? I'm not so sure he will do that, nah. simply because of the two games either side. I think he's wanted to try and ease him in, so oh, yeah, obviously Greenwood played the, the match on Thursday and I think he'll want him to start against Rochdale, so I, I think Greenwood will be on the bench today. Do you think that the fact he's got off the mark now, he's got his first yeah. senior goal at Old Trafford for Manchester United, do you think... That'll do in a world of good now. Yeah. Oh, of course it will. And I think everyone felt that because there's been such promise around it and everyone's been sort of willing him. But it, you need that first goal and he's, he's got it now. And, it, you know, the fact that it was a kind of late, late-ish match winner helps as well. But he just looks... He, just, he, looked in that, he looks, to be honest, the only natural goal scorer in the squad. He's the one that... I, I don't think that goal on Thursday, anyone else would have scored it. I don't think anyone else looks at that where he was to think right I can beat this defender here and put it past the keeper he's, he's got the, the instincts that no one else really including Rashford has in the squad so again you want to play him all the time but he's 17 he, he, all he's going to have to sort of manage him properly and I think days like today is, it must be massively tempting to start him today but with Rochdale with a starner I'd, I, I think I'd probably resist it and, yeah give him the last half hour hopefully to see out the game uh, yeah, and go from there. So obviously in the week we had the big news that Didier has finally put pen to paper on a new four-year, five-year contract at Manchester United. So that's been hanging over him in recent yeah. in recent months, hasn't it? Especially I thought towards the back end of last season. But now it's tied, he's tied into a contract and it, all them discussions are over. Do you think he could get back to his best form? 
Yeah, I think he, he looked at it Leicester, to be fair. And, um, I've said him before, like, you wouldn't think it distracts someone, but it clearly must have done because he made mistakes that, like, he just doesn't make normally. Matt, Matty touched on before that previous to signing the last contract under Van Gaal, Van Gaal did actually drop the gear when he said when he thought his head that, wasn't in yeah. the right place. Do you yeah. think he's worth the, the money they're chucking out to him? Oh yeah, 100%. Yeah, he stuck with us year, for years when, if I'm being honest, he deserved better. You know, he, he's... He's won. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like he was the best keeper in the world, and we were the sixth best team in England in certain seasons and that. So, you know, he's, I don't blame him for taking his time and that. But yeah, fingers crossed. He's, he's still, he's still one of the best keepers I've ever seen. The best shot stopper I have ever seen. Even better than like the cartwheeler and all that sort of thing. You know, he's, <laughs> I mean, I I'm in the, the I'm in the camp of I think he's fastly becoming an outdated keeper. He doesn't come off his line at all, which is which is why we concede so many goals at sometimes United. He does not come off his line. Do you think so? I, I do, yeah, generally I get, do think so. I get what you mean with his feet, but you know, six months ago it was pretty much you wouldn't have, you, you'd have done well for someone to try and convince you that he wasn't the best keeper in the world. I do think the contract had a, a massive effect, and it may be, you know, as well. It, it could be a touch of that. I know it's a different position, but he's been playing first team football at the, the highest level with sort of Atletico and then us into his day team which is unusual for a keeper so that's what is he now 28 something like that it, it's but it's certainly the position we're in it may be that in two three years time he's not our number one keeper but we couldn't we couldn't have seen him not sign a contract and go could we no no we, we, we had to get him signed it's took longer than it should have and I do think it's had an effect with him and I think Leicester you look at Leicester and apparently he's Signed it back end of last week. It was the most assured it looked. So now we can put it behind it. Hopefully we'll see a different one. But it's massive news for United to lose a player like that for nothing at the end of the season when we've got so many other positions we need to do to then have to commit 78 million to another keeper. I'd agree it'd probably it would probably be in a massive step backwards after the summer we've had. We'd have brought Dean Anderson who he, who's obviously done well, but is he good enough? And is, is he the level that you need? Probably not. Have we still got league? He's, st- he's still kicking him out here. Yeah. He, he works for MUTV now, doesn't he? That's all. Does he, he? All you ever see him on Twitter and stuff like that. He's played once and he conceded nine goals, didn't he? Like in that penalty shootout. Yeah. Right. So, so moving on today, we've got a tough game at West Ham ground. In the last three years, we haven't fared too well at, at all. So, what are we expecting today? Um, it's. It's the worst ground to watch football at for a start. I hate the place. It's uh, nothing but bad memories there, really. A um, couple of years ago, that boring nil-nil late on when we finished second, but we brought... A, I think Andy Mitten said it a, a, on a podcast recently that it was the worst game he'd ever seen. It's hard to disagree. Remember, we'd come up from Manchester for a Wednesday night and a pointless game, and like we brought... Uh, holding midfielder on late to, to get yeah, a nil nil draw. Yeah, it was just so grim and that. And it's a terrible place to watch football, unlike Upton Park, which was brilliant. And, um, so, West Ham have had ex- pretty much exactly the same start as United. We're both on eight points. Wait, team, yeah. So, do you think we can get a result today? 3 2 win. 3 2 win. Confidence there. Eh? <laughs> Matty, today? I don't know where we're going to get three goals from. <laughs> it takes about six months to score three Rashford. goals. I don't know. Do you know Rashford after it? Yeah. I don't know. It, today's one of them games where I think we'll have it most this season where nothing would surprise me. You know, if we, if we, 
I can see even a narrow win, draw or, or a narrow defeat. I don't. You just don't know what sort of performance level you're going to get. It's, it's a long time since. When was the last time we won away? It's a long time Paris. since we won away. Was it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Well, it, it was even longer than I thought. When was that March? That's still love, but Pochettino, who they all love, it, it, it was, was it January, so... So, so again, I'm of the opinion today, again, Pogba's out of the team. I think we're a far better unit without Pogba, innit? I would agree with um, that. Yeah. Things so, go through him, and, you know, he wants, he was at Southampton, he wants all this time on the ball, and it's just ridiculous. We can't afford it. He can't, he can't afford to have that, that time in, in the Premier League. That's why he might have done better in a couple of European games, but still, some, some, sometimes, sometimes I'll stand still next to me and said, well, do you, do you think he's actually doing it on purpose because he's had a mad, he was, play, he was playing that badly, so I'm actually quite, I'm actually quite glad for his I know we've only played Estrana and Leicester are quite a good team, but it's two clean sheets in two games. Yeah. And, you know... McTominay was brilliant at Leicester as well, like, and I think, you know, he, I think if you let him step out of Pogba's shadow, I think... Is, is he our best midfielder now? Um. Pogba can do world-class things every now and then, but... I think Matt you seem to get a shift week in, week out out of McTominay. Yeah, I agree. I, I would well put it this way, I pick McTominay over Pogba every time. Reputation being form, isn't it? If you go on reputation, then clearly Pogba is the best midfielder. You go on form over the last six months, and for me, that's what you've got to judge. Then the McTominay's outperformed him comfortably, and every other midfielder we've got. Pogba's had six, ga- six great games for United since he re-signed again, and you need to be having... 25 a season he's, he's overrated he's when's the last time for you he had a, a good game City away that 3-2 win I mean, uh, for, for, great, for a player for a player who cost over £80 million pounds, exactly. it's not he, acceptable he doesn't do it often enough he's um, he's full of himself even his body language he walks like he's fucking that weird walking on the moon thing that he does and all that and he just he, he, he doesn't he don't pass the ball well enough. Everything. He, he, I just I don't like him. And I, I'd get rid tomorrow. Uh, Tom will be loving hearing this when he listens. <laughs> Tom will love it. Yeah, Tom will love hearing this when he listens. But we'll leave Pogba now because he'll think I'm making a case for him again. Um, so predictions today. You've gone for three two. Three two in yeah. Rashford hat trick. I don't know where he's going to get that from, but Matty. Yeah, I think we'll draw, but be optimistic. Go for a one 0 win. Um, I watched West Ham on Monday Night Football and I wasn't particularly impressed against a fairly average Villa side but then again United weren't fairly weren't impressive this season apart from Chelsea game so it game fine margins I'll give out 1-1 not a fucking clue what you predicted I'll just get a few more opinions on the bus cheers lads uh, oh, oh Anderson as well yeah. well obviously this week we've had two retirements was it Anderson and uh, who else? Pervitoff retired this week. I thought Pervitoff had retired. Yeah, I thought he retired about five years ago. Yeah. Any, so, were you an Anderson fan when he was at Old Trafford or a Pervitoff oh, fan? I think, oh, I think Anderson's great, yeah. There's two memories of him. Um, Obviously, story about not being able to drive past McDonald's at Gary Neville. So. <laughs> there was that side of it, yeah. He was. He, was uh, he played a game against Liverpool. And he destroyed Gerard in the game. I remember that and, and played brilliantly. And I also bizarrely remember him at the Stretford end marching behind a soldier um, off the pitch. Blackpool randomly, I think we might have been playing that day. You can't, you can't fault him for going off the rails because he'd won everything by the time he was 20. Very likable lad as well. Didn't he crash an Audi R8 as well back he in did. Portugal and probably pissed up? Can you say that? 
Yeah, I, I think we're allowed to say that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, no, he's a great lad, great lad. And he, no matter what else you think of him, he scored a penalty in Moscow, and That's we've only won three in our entire history, so we wouldn't have won it without that penalty. So, yeah, I, I thought Anderson was great. On, on Berbatov, I've not got a lot of time for him after that toll poker against Everton at Wembley. Yeah. I am still fuming about that, isn't it? Over, over ten years later. In general, with Berbatov, I thought, like... He had a bit of a lazy demeanour. Like I know he scored, he had a twenty-goal season, but what was it? A hat trick against Liverpool, which obviously was great. He's got like that's not bad. No, no, I know, but he's got like six against Blackburn and stuff like that. And the thing is, his him him coming in made us lose Tevez, which which I thought I thought keeping Tevez was more important to us because not only it would have been better for us. For example, let's just say the 2011 Champions League final. He'd have been, he'd have been doing the pressing for nah, against, Tevez, against, against Barcelona. But Tevez is agent last but, Yeah, okay, I get that, I get yeah. that. But, but it also, it also, I heard someone say, which is, which is, which is really true. It would have set City back a few years as well because we gave them their first superstar. So, so we've gone from Berbatov and now yeah, to no, Tevez. I didn't think bringing in Berbatov at the time was necessary, and I don't, and I don't think. I think, given that he was quite lazy, I didn't, never, never really quite jumped to him. He wasn't a big game player, Berbatov. The, the Liverpool game, which obviously, you know, Liverpool hat-trick, 3-2 win. That wasn't a good he, he did, like, I don't think he scored at any of the other sort of top six away grounds in his time at United. He, he, he wasn't a big game player. He, uh, it was a luxury player. At the yeah. time, we had such I a good team lot, we could I take. Lot, like, I liked him, like, but, and I know a lot really rated him, but I, I didn't think he was right for the a United team. A lot of people team. love him, don't they? Yeah, I, I didn't think he was right for the United team. That, that when that you look at the ball. team and the style of football we played at the time when we bought him, I didn't think he was a good fit at all. It didn't surprise me. He didn't last that long, really, did it? His interview was good, though. Like, did, did you hear the interview on, on the podcast? And to be really, fair, he come across good, really he's well. He's dead guy. intelligent and he's a good listener, like, I do... I like him more now, now he's retired. <laughs> but he's a nice Whereas Anderson was just... Anderson is more a man who just loves life. And, yeah, You forgive Anderson because we were good at the time. If he played now, we'd be slagging him to the hills. Oh, Anderson would walk into our midfield. No, he wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. <laughs> what, you you no. don't think so? No. I'd put him in instead of Pogba. No. I'd... Uh, do agree he'd probably walk into that midfield on his hands at a minute. <laughs> yeah. with, I'll go and get a few more chats about today. We're going to get a few more lads about today on the podcast. Thoughts on today? No? Nothing? Chaz? Thoughts on today, Chaz? Hopefully I win. And I'm pissed wet through. Still. Still. I'm hanging out my fucking ass. <laughs> well, that's a cleared that one up. You, all right, Ash, you alright, mate? So, just just a quick one. Thoughts on current United team and the way it's going this season? Um, Isaac Budweiser. That's my thoughts on United team. It's pointless coming down this end of the bus. All right, speak to you on the mail. Anyway, we've covered all, all bases there. We'll speak to you after the game and hopefully United win.